So welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast, and we're talking about the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, whatever it's called, uh, trailer. What is the movie called, Mike? <laughs> no Way Home. All right. Spider-Man, Multiverse of Madness, No Way Home, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> movie. But yeah, this movie seems to be swinging for the fences. It's taking all shots, all challenges, all movies. All iterations of Marvel, maybe mashing it into one. So we're going to go to the man that he just got his new tattoo that said Death Before Dishonor. Big Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but Big Mike, how do you feel about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? So overall, I like the trailer. The one thing that disappointed me, and that's pretty much the same that everybody else said, which is like, by now, I've always said it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Everybody, for the most part, figures that Toby and Andrew are in the movie reprising their roles as Peter Parker. Yeah, because there was Um, one shot of, I guess, Andrew Garfield possibly being in the movie, and that was a couple months ago, right? And it's literally the shot at the end with the villains all coming and Peter's flying through the air towards them. Scalfing thing in the background was the set piece that photos got leaked from. Dude that only leaked the trailer and the other guy that leaked the photo, they all got fired. Like, this is a known thing. So pretty much figuring that Marvel's doing what they did with Infinity War. They're just editing a cut of the trailer where they're not in there and took them out. And then the movie happens, they'll be in there. I just feel like at this point, being that the rumors already been out there for months, the beans have already been spilled. At this point, I would just go ahead and show that one little glimpse of them, maybe at the end of the trailer, and just let it be. I mean, you still don't know everything that's going to happen in the movie. There may still be other people who show up that we don't know, or other little surprises, because they're supposed to be going Sinister Six, but we've only seen five. Yeah, well, so. you don't know if James Franco wants to show up. I mean, he got canceled a while back, yeah, so. and- I actually went back and paused on the trailer because there was a shot of Green Goblin and then there was another shot of what appeared to be Green Goblin coming out the sky. And I was like, well, wait a minute. He doesn't have the mask on. And I was trying to figure out, is that Willem Dafoe? Is that James Franco? Is that Dane DeHaan? Does it smell like strawberries? Yeah, I couldn't really tell. I think it's Willem Dafoe. He probably just got an upgrade or something like that. We kept talking about first they went Shang-Chi and then they went Eternals. This is the route I would have gone to begin with. I would have just gone straight to Spider-Man. And then fill those in, like kind of filling in the Shang-Chi gaps. Shang-Chi deserved it. Eternals, no. Shang-Chi to Spider-Man, that is a good transition. The Eternals being in that mix, definitely not. Go ahead and continue. Well, for one, we only had one trailer. The movie is coming out in a few weeks, so it was, they had to come up with something, I mean, to build the hype. I think the trailer serves that purpose. You at least, if nothing else, gave us all the villains. That we had already heard was supposed to be in it anyway, but you gave a shot to them. I'm going to credit this to Marvel. I cannot credit this to Sony. Kudos to them for coming in and fixing Jamie Foxx's Electro. It's like not the, the blue Man. monster. It's like Gucci Mane coming out of prison. Like They completely flipped this dude to where he looks a respectable villain. That blue <laughs> man who crashed from the, from the Amazing Spider-Man was just, it's just horrible. And yeah. Then now, yeah. Even when the electric was flowing on him at one point, it made the Electro mask. And I'm like, that's not a Sony idea. That's all Marvel. I know this. You don't have to tell me. But I think, like I said, the trailer, I think, set a nice tone for this is definitely not the first two Spider-Man movies. Something dark may happen. It's definitely got a darker feel to it. I wonder if Michael Keaton's going to show up because they're doing that with The Flash. Yeah. So and that's the thing I was wondering. Like, you still got a possibility of Vulture showing up. 
You tease Scorpion, he could show up. The rumor is that Daredevil shows up at some point. Anything, anything that you have in your head could possibly happen could. And so that's the only thing that does have me excited is that we didn't get the shot of them. The trailer set a good enough tone where I'm like, okay, they're definitely still building upon Doctor Strange. Because like I said, he got a whole lot of traction from Infinity War. Wasn't really so much in Endgame because he was dust most of the movie. I guess, but how they portrayed him in Infinity War yeah. definitely picked up a lot of traction. And now you can carry that into this movie. And then hopefully this goes straight into Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Um, yeah, because I wonder if they're doing. Donald Glover will show up. Because he did have that one cameo. And yeah, that was the one ones that fulfill everything the summer round. And they were saying maybe a post-credit scene, maybe they'll finally introduce Miles Morales. Interestingly enough, Tom Holland actually had an interview. He made the comment about he doesn't want to be 30 still playing Spider-Man, and you know he's like 25. So he was saying he feels like maybe he should walk away, and it'd be a good time for them to introduce Miles Morales and kind of go that route and leave the Peter Parker thing alone for a while. But again, like most things, money talks, and they throw him in the bag and say, hey, you know, we want you around for it. Because the original plan was nine movies, three movies for each phase. So three high school, three college, three as adult. You know, I, I would assume he has one more in the bag because they try to set up him and Venom. And that's one thing I would like to see because I feel like Marvel will do that justice as well as far as him having the actual black symbiote suit that just has the white patches on it and the real clean look. Looking forward to December 17th. I already was, but definitely buying my tickets on the 29th then. We'll see what happens. I'm excited for just everything that they might possibly do with it. As long as they don't try to do too much and go full overboard, like we don't need Spider-Man Noir showing up from the 50s. Huh. We don't need Spider-Man 2099 popping up all of a sudden. Or, I'll say, I'll say, you know, Spider-Pig and all them. Into the Spider-Verse did this somewhat and yeah. did it successfully. That's the big thing. So it was only two years ago when that movie came out. So this needs to do, obviously, something differently, but it needs to distinguish itself from Into the Spider-Verse because, again, Into the Spider-Verse was a very successful movie yeah. in my eyes. But, Matt, do you have any comments? As far as the trailer, I really liked it, especially the fact that they are not showing uh, the two people who we really think are in the trailers. I think it's probably the second worst-kept secret of Hollywood, just like the Superman being resurrected. As far as Marvel correcting Sony's mistakes, I think we're, it'll continue as well as correcting Fox's mistakes. The tone was perfect. I believe it's going to be dark, just a little bit dark, just like what Mike said. I hope they do not release another trailer because the hype speaks for itself. They don't have to do anything else. If they just sat on it and replayed the same trailer over and over again, it's still going to make a billion dollars. I think this will probably be... This, this is the final trailer is what they called it. Good. Because I have a feeling this is going to make a billion dollars. Why wouldn't it? Everyone loves Spider-Man. Who don't like Spider-Man? I would probably say this movie will be the success of the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's going to show the world, like, yeah, life can continue on. Buy your you know, AMC stock. Say buy AMC stock and your NFTs. <laughs> buy crypto, everybody. Let me stop. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, goodness. Very well done trailer. You can tell that Marvel had a hand in it. As far as guests... People, all the rumors that Mike was talking about, everything from the Kingpin to Daredevil. I'm glad they didn't show any of those. And as far as the digital editing that they've done in previous trailers, I guess there was a Brazilian leak where they showed the lizard getting punched in the face. 
and then out of midair was jumping and then all of a sudden gets hit and then he goes back. I firmly believe that's happening. And it's funny because this coincides with, uh, was it and was it Andrew Garfield? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it coincides with the release of his movie that's coming out in the next few weeks. What movie so, is that? Was it TikTok Boom or something like that? TikTok Boom. Action movie? Or? Like a, no, it's like a Broadway musical kind of thing. Oh, that's what would fail. <laughs> Interest is being drummed in regarding him as an actor. It's all coincidental, I guess. His rise to stardom ended when that Silence movie came out. Nobody's really looking for Andrew Garfield, but maybe except for this movie. Go ahead. Finish. But you know what I would like Sony to do? I would like to see other Spider-Mans continue, like Spider-Man 4 with Toby. I would love to see that. You mean that's the, one the way proper to, one. The proper one. <laughs> the proper Spider-Man Yeah, three. yeah, yeah. By the Amazing Spider-Man 3. Because there's ways to branch these stories out of these multiple Spider-Mans without actually impacting the MCU, or what they call it, the 616 universe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's ways for that to happen. And for Sony still to hit a home run with making profit. That maybe Martin Sheen shows up, says something to Tom Holland's iteration of Peter Parker. Because he's probably the, the youngest of any Uncle Ben uh, currently, right now. I think the only negative to this movie will be Zendaya. I think she is really out of place for this iteration of Spider-Man, this particular movie. Like, you can have this movie without her being in it. It be the billion-dollar movie. I don't think she needs to be in it, but I assume probably by the end of this, she's going to assume some type of mantle, Spider-Woman, and or Black Cat, something, something. I think when uh, they show that scene where she's falling and uh, Tom Holland's trying to rescue her, I think that's where Andrew comes in and saves her. Yeah, because they're doing a whole bunch of imagery from the abomination that was the Amazing Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man 2. So they're, again, just showing different imagery from those movies and recreating them in the Tom Holland instance. But that'll be interesting just to see that. Because they're like, oh, they're doing that whole fallen scene where you know, the chick just basically busted her head open. <laughs> Uh, I would say that's probably the best part of the Amazing Spider-Man too. I mean, she just took the it's like goom, like oh, okay, well, I guess that happened. I could totally see that happening. I mean, yeah. I mean Gwen, that's where he pops, up and it's an oh shit moment. Gwen Stacy caught it. That <laughs> no, outside of that, uh, that's it for me. Yeah, I would say Matt had a good point about them being able to carry on. You know, like Toby Spider-Man going forward, which is interesting considering that Sam Raimi's directing. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and all that has to deal with the multiverse as well. So I would think he'd be able to seamlessly transition back to that and kind of carry the story going forward. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch and see what happens. Maybe Chris Evans shows up for a bit. I don't know. And they're doing a whole bunch of reshoots on that for like the next six weeks, I think. Like Tony Stark shows up. Maybe I heard it was intense, man. Mainly because uh, Wolverine and uh, Professor X is going to be in that thing. I'm like, good Lord. They're just like swinging at every single thing. Like I said, I mean, they're taking shots, taking on all challengers. I mean, this is going after the crown and also saying to the Flash, 
or Flashpoint, whatever you want to call that movie, you better step your game up. Had had some success before Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984 was trash. But <laughs> that movie's trash. <laughs> but at this point, DC is just not in a good spot. I mean, that Black Adam trailer or whatever the heck that was, like half of a promo thing just wasn't very good. So it was like, what do you have? What they have to offer? Batman? <laughs> That's their bread and butter, right? They always go at the Batman. But like I said before, the only issue I have with that is they keep rehashing the same stories over and over again. Just a different time period with a different actor. And now with like, like a I different said, tone has, to it. So Yeah, you have a ton of stories. It's comic books. There's fifty to sixty years of stuff that you can literally pull from. Quarter hours. Something fresh. Yeah, anything. Something fresh that hadn't been done before that would get them traction and they're just completely afraid to do it. Under but the it, Red Hood? It always leads me back to that Kevin Smith <laughs> movie when he's telling a story about doing Superman. He's just like, the dude's talking about giant fucking spiders out of... That's what I picture whenever I hear these things. Yeah. DC just has these people in suits, like the dude who said Julia Roberts should play Harriet Tubman. That's what I picture Hollywood. Just somebody in the room spitting out the, the dumbest effing idea. You never heard about that? No! That sounds horrible! Yeah. Who thought of that it shit? Came out, it came out that a producer in Hollywood wanted to make a Harriet Tubman movie and was telling them he wanted to talk to Julia Roberts about playing the lead as Harriet Tubman. Wow. And it was a serious <laughs> story. It wasn't even like an April Fool's joke or something. It was like dead serious. People be sitting back going, bro, representation matters. Like You have to have the right people in the room. And I feel like DC does not have one sound mind in that room, other than maybe Jim Lee. That's saying, yo, yeah, whatever I mean, we're doing is not it, working. Comic book veteran. We need to do something different. Where's the Wildcats movie? <laughs> well, they'd find a way to fuck that up. They would. Barry said, you like the trailer? The Spider-Man trailer? I'm cautiously optimistic. I think particularly that second movie is not great the first movie is the second movie is i just have issues with it looking back at it so i think they'll correct everything but like i said into the spider-verse is a great movie so it's going to be a little difficult to top that and then you also have that theme same thing in this movie the same thing i guess with dr strange kind of merging universes and then the Flash. So that's a lot going on with the same themes in every movie. And then the Matrix coming back. I wouldn't say rehashing something, but just bringing different elements back into one movie with the same lead character. So I guess we'll see. I mean, it's between that and the Matrix. I mean, billion dollars, everybody. Billion dollars. <laughs> Somebody's going to the theater to see that seriously think that they will get a billion dollars. Nobody's going to the theaters to go see Eternals. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I feel no. like will definitely succeed. I got a feeling Matrix will, but like I'm already planning on watching Matrix on HBO. I'm not going to the theater for that. Yeah. I'm going to the theater for Spider-Man. So, like I said, I'm already buying my ticket. 500 million would still be a success. 500 million? No, it would. It definitely would. All um, right. But I'd be curious to see if they actually achieve it. 500 million or 1 billion? I think they'll get it. They won't get it that first weekend, but I think they'll get 500 million. 
Well, bringing up the Eternals again, and we're talking about box office right now. Where do you think the Eternals is sitting at box office wise worldwide? Worldwide box office. Worldwide. I would say two hundred million. So Matt says two hundred million. What do you say, Mike? Worldwide, I would say three twenty-five. Two eighty-four. Mm. <laughs> How much did well, it cost to make the movie? A hundred million? I mean, probably more than that. Yeah. Didn't they have a whole bunch of reshoots for that? Yeah, they got a lot of CGI. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole movie is just CGI monster. <laughs> well, not all of it, because they said that Chloe Zhao wanted to shoot the actual locations, and Marvel didn't understand why, because of the fact that we could just put up a blue screen and fill everything in, and she was like, no. She wanted to scale and certain other things. So I know there's a certain uh, movie that was actually done in actual locations. All right, so the budget for Eternals is $200 million. <laughs> so they, they, yeah, I, was like, the movie I don't think the movie was cheap because they because one of the producers really talked about that was one of their sticking points that she really fought for that and then they were like it wasn't until they saw the movie that they understood why she did it the way she did it but they didn't want to go that route they wanted to do the cgi thing because like you said at this point you only had to build like a couple buildings and the rest could all be well CGI. if you take the mandalorian route where you kind of have that widescreen kind of all-encompassing mm-hmm. projector screen you can accomplish the same thing that was in this crappy movie <laughs> you don't need that i mean that's just uh and again with the eternals the whole chloe's owl does not direct anything else comic book related ever again i haven't seen it uh, <laughs> i've heard basically it's been either people like it or they don't like it i've never seen anybody kind of in the middle like it's not Captain Marvel bad, but it is bad. <laughs> Only I'm hyped to go see a Marvel movie. I'm all on it. Um, I said, Shang-Chi, I ended up going to see it. I think probably just because the pandemic had been happening and just hadn't had a Marvel movie. But for whatever reason, I just have not been pressed to go see Eternals. And it doesn't have to do with anything that anybody else saying. I'm just, I don't know. It's nothing having me really interested, so to speak. I feel like I can wait for it to come on Disney Plus. I'm like, it'll probably be on Disney Plus because I think Shang Chi showed up about two months later. Yeah, they have a 45 day rule. Yeah, so it'll be on there, and you can be underwhelmed (laughs) in the comfort of your own living room. Is it worse than Dune? You said worse than Dune. Yeah, because you know I told you I struggle with Dune. I don't think it's that bad. If you talk about Marvel stuff, would I watch Eternals over Iron Man three? Yes. Would I watch? Oh, okay, ain't that bad. Would I watch Eternals over Thor: The Dark World? Probably. Would I watch mm. it over Captain Marvel? Yes. Would I watch it over? Would I watch it over Ant Man two? I think those movies are in line with each other. Considering I, I really don't like Ant Man two. I'll put it on my board and let TV watch me. But like Thor the Dog World, least movie I've ever watched in Marvel. I, I think, think I've only seen like two or three times. Even I went to go see it and that was like the last time I saw that movie. <laughs> the last time I saw that movie. Like every time, I think I'm, it might have come on one time I was, I was in the hotel or something. Like, oh, I'll just go ahead and change the station watch some, cut judge, it off. Watch some yeah. judge Judy or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, some American pickers. 
house hunters. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this uh, it's not terrible. I gave it a four. I think Matt gave it a high score. He maybe gave it like a six or a seven. So I was say if you gave it a four, it can't be that bad because you, you judge pretty harshly. So if it wasn't a zero or one, then it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but Dune, Dune deserves a zero. <laughs> I was struggling to get through that. Like, I felt every bit of that two and a half hours. I was like, what in the fuck? And nothing happens. <laughs> and nothing happens. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to get it. She's like, I read the books when I was little, and I saw the original. She's like, I know what's going to happen. She's like, you just got to give it this and that. I was like, all right, even um, the dude that did my tattoo, because he's done both of them now, he's a big comic book dude, and he was we got into it because last time when he did the first one, we were talking about Shang-Chi, and he wasn't looking forward to it, but he's going to go see it. So he asked me what I thought. I said, I thought it was all right. He's like, I fucking hate that shit. I was like, whatever. It's too family friendly. If you're going to do that shit, they should have done like fucking Game of Death. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bruh, it's Disney. Like, <laughs> Basically. <laughs> how, hard, how hard do you think they really fucking go? Man, it might be one yeah, curse word like, in a Disney movie. That shit would have been cool. So then he was like, did you see Dune? And I said, yeah. And he was like, what did you think? I said, I didn't like it. He was what? And I was like, don't fuck up my tattoo, bro. You didn't like Dune? I was no. I said, I struggled. Now he's like, wait till the second one. I'm like, see, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. Wait till the second one. I said, I'm tired of hearing that shit. I would say Dune is a technical achievement. But story-wise, script writing, even I would also say casting-wise. Aside from Oscar Isaac. Timothy Chalamet, like whatever you say his last name. Chalamet. And Rebecca Ferguson. I think those are the only people that actually matter in that movie. And you can swap out any of the other characters. And the movie still suck. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise should yeah. be in the movie. It still sucks. <laughs> Visually, it was stunning. Absolutely. Sound was amazing. Absolutely. But. That's it. I was sitting there like, what in the fuck am I watching? And it wasn't like I was confused. I got what was going on. I knew they were going double cross like the whole night. I'm just like Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the, the whole point shit? of the story. But the way that it plays out is just so boring for two and a half hours and for it only to be half of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all you get to see is just Zendebe in somebody's dreams. That's basically what it is. It's just Pretty much. A hair commercial for Zendebe. So I'm tired of seeing her and stuff. Like, I'm just... <laughs> you know how Hollywood goes. When you're the it person, that's what they do. They ride the, They ride that wave hard. I'm growing a list of people that I don't want to see in movies. Another person, Cynthia Irvio, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, Will, Will might get that Oscar this year. Then Jada Pinkett, she needs to disappear. Man, at this point, I'm not even mad at her because this is on him. He should have been fucking on. And if he ain't left and he's still dealing with it, oh, the fuck well. That's his problem. I just see this as more than one reason to be like, you know what? The the shit that he said on that red table talk, he was like, oh, I was about done with your ass. He should have been like, I am done with your ass. This is it. The last interview we ever going to do. I'm peace. I'm out. (laughs) And that should have been it. You love with Tupac, be in love with <laughs> That's what he should have said. <clears throat> but uh, I just think all this is just being done for the press. Because she's in the Matrix. Well, I guess a couple weeks before that comes out, his movie comes out. 
Well, his book just came out. And, and yeah, I just think it's all this press tour stuff. Like, all of the stuff, all of it coming out right now is it's all coordinated and it's fake. Because it's the 2000, 2010, let's drum up some interest in our movie by creating some controversy. Let me put on a sex tape. <laughs> Jada Pinkett in August. <laughs> yeah, that shit. And then Will Smith had a nickname. It's like, yeah, so like when Aug came around, why are you giving that dude a nickname? He belongs to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume, like, whatever kinky stuff you guys got going on, he's probably in the bed with y'all. Because you don't do that. <laughs> Will Smith, terrible actor. No, he won't get an Oscar. Keanu Reeves will get it. <laughs> Man, don't. Don't doubt it. That's all I'm going to Yeah, uh, I'll see the movie. Like, I do not like Will Smith. Have rarely oh, liked no. movies that he has <laughs> been in. But I do go see the movies. Just like people hate Spike Lee. I like Spike Lee. And I go see his yeah, movies. I can't stand Even though his movies suck sometimes. <laughs> Jay fucking hates Spike Lee. <laughs> I, mean, again, I remember being in a theater with maybe about like four other people when that old boy remake came out directed by Spike Lee. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was bad, but I still supported the dude because he tried. He tried. <laughs> yeah, I, wanted, I was curious to see what Jay thought of the trailer because he was like, meh. I was like, <laughs> this would be pretty funny. I think he's burnt out on comic book movies. So yeah. I think that's his thing like i don't know what excites him any longer i mean it can't be Probably the whole movies X-Men. yeah <clears throat> i think i think that's the only time he'll really be in a combo movie again will be when x-men shows up but then he'll probably bring up dark phoenix they tried it twice and failed <laughs> they destroyed oh, oscar see. isaac the greatest actor of our generation. Put him in a blue suit. <laughs> Makeup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Moon Knight trailer wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. Oscar the greatest actor of our generation, has now stepped foot into the Marvel Universe. Marvel Batman, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, look, I mean, honestly, it looks like that's Disney's big folks, and there's going to be Disney Plus, because I swear it doesn't seem like as many movies. Like, and that's great. Like, there is actually a lot of slated movies that are supposed to come out. I think one year they're supposed to have, like, five movies, but it looks like they're going to have a shitload of shows coming out on Disney Plus all of a sudden. Yeah, and, and then... movies going straight to it. Because I don't think we talked about the book of... Uh... Boba Fett? Yeah, book of Boba Fett. Oh, man, shit. <clears throat> Mandalorian's coming back. I cannot wait till December 29th. I cannot wait till December 29th. So, I think you said that Gina Carano's coming back at least at some point. That's the rumor. Maybe. Yeah, that's the rumor. Like I said, man, let shit die down. Like, everybody, they always rush and make this rash and say, oh, fuck them, they gotta go. Get rid of them. Only to turn around and then realize, well, we kind of need her or we had plans. And, you yeah, know, what I mean, they were gonna do up. a whole show, kind of dedicated to her. And then it's like, well, yeah. what? Like, else? what does it have to do with her playing a role? 
And then when shit dies, then nobody's talking about it anymore. And that's for, oh, well, we're going to, you know, why don't you come back? We'll throw you some more money. Like, yeah, I mean, outrage culture. To begin with. Cancel culture is very trendy. So yeah, once like you can come out and say, we don't advocate what she said or what she did. We don't agree with it. But it has nothing to do with her acting in the fucking show. <laughs> like, she comes, she does her job, and then she goes on about her business. It has nothing to do with us. But Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, don't get me started. Oh, man. You, they you extended her contract. Upset I was. Star Trek. Not Star Trek. Excuse me. Well, Star Trek does suck. Star Wars. <laughs> like, Star Trek will suck. It sucks next month or end of this month. Like, whatever. The Discovery's trash. But Star Wars will suck for another two years, two and a half Man, years. I was so pissed when I saw that headline. I was like, I cannot believe they just extended her ass. What dirt she has on them. But it has got to be some of the most damning information. I just think, like, how? I think that it's more of how it would look for her not to be in charge of Star Wars. So it's like, well. I don't care. If you fail at your job, you should not have your job anymore. Well, and then you have to consider that out of movie history, Star Wars is likely the most popular movie ever. Argue that to anybody, even if you don't like it. People know what the fuck Star Wars is. Like, it is literally the greatest franchise in history. There's yeah. no argument to be on that. Yeah, One you see somebody in the hoodie... It's like, oh, he's a Star Wars fan. But Star Wars was basically the Biden poll numbers. That we look at right now. Uh, but Star Wars is at an all-time low after that last movie. Mandalorian reinvigorated a whole fan base because nobody, other than a handful of people that I see, would be like, oh, y'all are tripping. Rise Skywalker was great, and Ray is this like y'all are the only ones that think that bullshit. That movie was fucking terrible. I like, <laughs> man, I told you, I have never, never watched that movie again. And I literally sit here some days ago. Would this be the day I cut this movie on and give it one more shot just to see how terrible it really is? No, I can't bring myself to do it <laughs> at all. Not even the fast forward to look at like certain scenes. I cannot hit play on that movie. Like, how she get, like I said, white people fell upwards. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bruce Allen, terrible, kept getting pay raises and new titles. Kathleen Kennedy, fucking ruined Star Wars. Nope, let's extend her contract. I think out of all the Star Wars movies, I've seen Rogue One more times out of this current iteration of Star Wars. I have only seen Solo once. I've only seen like whatever that the Rise of the Skywalker. What the heck is that movie called? Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Once I've might have seen the second movie twice. Now I've seen that twice only because you said Last Jedi wasn't that bad, and I went back and rewatched it. Yeah. It tried some interesting stuff, but that first one, mm, I might have seen it twice. But, yeah, like, I don't ever want to revisit that movie. Daisy Ridley should stay far, far away from anything Star Wars related just for your career, for your peace of mind, because people don't like you. <laughs> but, yeah, we got some good stuff coming up. We got 
Spider-Man, The Matrix, Book of Boba Fett. And also try to watch some stuff on Apple Plus. Some of these shows aren't very good. So somebody told me to watch C. I will likely start there, but I tried to watch Foundation. There's a show with Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell that I tried to watch that I didn't like that. Like, what else did I try to watch? But that Foundation show, I was like, ooh, it's kind of wrong to be a dune. That's all I could say. Mm, I was actually going to try to watch that because I thought the trailer was good. But I would say watch maybe like the first 20 minutes of the f- first episode. If it doesn't catch you, like, turn it off because like, yeah. I just got the dune vibe. Just because you find a specific race of character that can speak in the English-British accent does not make the movies or TV shows successful. I just found Foundation esoteric and boring. So I want to say there's supposed to be like another show on that that's supposed to be pretty good. Keith was on. He'd probably know. No, I don't know what to talk about, really. Um, I said we just... Countdown to Spider-Man, and then uh, Matrix. That's mm-hmm. those two big things. And then, that's what I watch Hawkeye. Uh, the trailer looks cool like this. I'm looking forward to that. It looks like it'll be more entertaining than WandaVision started off. Mm. So. <laughs> uh, that show, I just don't know what direction it's going in, but... Well, pretty much Jeremy Renner bowing out. This is essentially what it is. Yeah. Him passing the torch. All right, I'm done. Yeah, he's on a show it. called the Mayor of Kingsville or something like that or Kings something like I want to go check that show out he's in a town that has a prison I want to check that show out I forget what service that is on but with this next phase of Marvel you're going to have like some not so many characters you can rely on I mean you're going to rely on the Eternals <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, I mean I don't know you know um, and not to say they can't do it, but you don't rely on the Eternals. On the side of the yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, honestly, I'm more so curious. I guess in my mind, I'm going, all right, so far you said going forward, they were going cosmic. So Shang-Chi, I think the whole purpose of that was that post-credit scene where the rings were singing the beacon. Mm-hmm. And the question was, where is the beacon going? And so in my mind, I see, even when I was seeing Eternals, I'm assuming that was purposely done for the Celestials more than anything. Because I have a feeling that's the reason the beacon is happening. Or is communicating with the Celestial properly. Whether or not that Celestial ends up ultimately being Galactus, I don't know. Yeah, but well, I feel like because that's the route they're going to end up trying to go. Harry Styles, I guess you know some stuff about what's going on with the Incredits. Well, yeah, that got spoiled. Eternal, so he's brother. Yeah. So I think some of it's probably gonna be that, and if it's not Galactus, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> like, or if it's not the Silver Surfer just coming through, destroying something for like a movie, and then becoming okay. I mean, I trust Foggy enough to know that he knows he has to go that route, especially if you're going Fantastic Four. Like you know, that's got to be done, and especially since you did everything to fix Spider-Man. You kind of already know, like, hey, Fox fucked up Fantastic Four. We got to fix it. So that Galactus cloud that's supposed to come devour the planet, no, we're going to do it correctly. Oh, oh, man. Plus, you got Thor, Love and Thunder. You got Guardians 3. You got Adam Warlock now. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm at, at this point, I'm pretty comfortable with it. That's where we're headed. And like I said, I think we're talking 
And we were talking about people being upset about Will Poulter being cast as Adam Warlock. He's okay. Everybody hmm. brought up Neighbors. And I said, yeah, I said, but if you look at him in Neighbors, look at him now. I said, this dude's kind of got like built. I said, which tells you the same thing that I think people don't realize. It's like Marvel tends to talk to people or cast people months in advance and just tells them you can't say shit. And then they start him on that Marvel workout. I said, because this dude literally, you clearly see he's bigger already. Yeah. So he was probably already cast a while ago. And they probably already started getting him on the training regimen on because his Guardians started shooting last week and got him up to stuff until they decided to announce it. So that's what I'm saying. In my mind, I wouldn't be surprised if they already got out, if they already have figured out who they're going to have play for certain characters in X Men. If they've already got a Silver Surfer picked out, they probably already know who the hell they got Fantastic Four. Yeah. We're just not going to find out until they get to that You still got an Ant Man, which is also probably going to be another yeah. time travel maybe cosmic movie. Yeah. So maybe that might lead into the Fantastic Four. That's been the long rumors and that's how they're gonna do it. Opposed to them going to space and getting hit with cosmic rays that uh they've been stuck in the quantum realm this whole time and that's how their powers develop. Somehow I wouldn't even be mad at that. Yeah, somehow Disney will probably make the Eternals (laughs) play some part in it. (laughs) Yeah. Vibe that I got from the Eternals is the Inhumans vibe. Like that's which how, is another misstep. Yeah. Oh, that that which I've heard they're talking about doing a movie now to kind of fix all that. Well, because I heard they talked to Vin Diesel while playing Black Bolt, which is what I said from the beginning. I'm like, he's literally just throw the suit on him. And he ain't got to talk. Like he looks like Black Bolt. Yeah. I mean that show didn't even last maybe like two three episodes before it got canceled. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Oh Disney! Oh Disney! Like you have turned everything around. I mean, that was pre Infinity War, pre Thanos. All right, Big Mike, I think we can end on that. So we got to see what comes up with DC, what they have in the bag. Definitely not Batman. Batman. Mm. No. That Batman was supposed to come out pre pandemic. <laughs> like, that's how yeah, I remember. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's just them fluffing up a bunch of bullshit to try to get it pressed, but. Some of the early viewings and all that, people are like, oh my god, it's really good, and the best Batman of all. I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, no. I've said countless times, you find it hard to believe that this movie would ever top Dark Knight. Like, that is Batman Begins and Dark Knight are the best I'm Batman movies, and then maybe the 89 Batman. Yeah, 89. Tim Burton one. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and then the Batman animated series. <laughs> He probably had one of those movies at some point. <laughs> like, even um, <laughs> even that third Bell Batman is not terrible. Mm. Mm. Oh, you don't like that one? Mm. No. no. Mm. Nah, I disagree with you on that one, sir. Tom Hardy <laughs> with his with his German oh, whatever accent. The Batman. And you brought him here. Oh, oh you think God? This is your ally. <laughs> oh, this is cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was born in it. You really adopted it. <laughs> yeah. Could really use a little bit of Raza the cool. Like that level of storyline. And or Damian Wayne. Like that's where the movies need to go to. That's a different look like for I Batman. There's so many different stories. Even me and Beep after the day the day when I have to move and we were talking, 
he even brought up, he was like, because, you know, I always go underrated. He was like, oh, that'd be hot. But then he was, the thing that he gets at is he's just, there's so many other Batman villains that they could touch on. Even if it's been done before, you can still do a decent Poison Ivy now. You can do a decent Mr. Freeze. He was like, shit, I'd yeah. like to see a Clayface. I'm sitting here dropping a bunch of names of villains that they could do that they've never seemed to want to touch. Killer Croc. Like, again, yeah, they keep rehashing the same. Well, it didn't work the last eight times. Fuck it. What are we going to do different with him this time? Give Riddler a different costume. Make hmm. him a little dark or change this. No. Oh, let's put Holly Quinn back in the movie. We have an entire history of books that you can just pull from, read, find the most compelling story, order the out, yeah. and just run with it. And no, they just keep same old shit. Same old shit. Really, really old, and I'm a huge Batman fan, so that's the most disappointing part about it. Well, I mean, I already screwed up Black Mass, so yeah, <laughs> you mean you ruined a potentially good character? Random ones like Hugo Strange might be another one, yeah. And I keep saying, Warner Brothers, you can call us, but I ain't gonna lie, this I would love to get a phone call from them to say, Hey, we've been listening to the podcast, we want to bring y'all in. And we can go in there and just hear the ideas of the ass. So I can sit there and just look at them like, can I slap every last one of you in the face? Or oh, tell every last, like, all of y'all are fired. I don't even have the power, and I'm telling you, get the fuck out of here. Because y'all are hmm. stupid. Like, this is the dumbest, even the Flashpoint shit. The Thomas Why aren't you just doing Flash or Reverse Flash? Well, they did Zoom for the TV show. They did it for the TV show, but I mean, like, do it properly for the movie. Yeah. Just do it. That's why I was curious about Marvel, because... The multiverse thing wasn't supposed to happen this soon. From what I remember Feige saying, that was supposed to be down the line. Like, it was a known idea, but it was supposed to happen down the line. And all of a sudden, DC was like, we're going to do Flashpoint. And we're getting Michael Keaton. And we're pulling Ben Affleck. And then suddenly, overnight, it was like, yeah, Spider-Man is going to have all the old villains. Dr. Octopus is going to show up. Marvel, you never really do this. You usually stick to your own. Yeah, you're normally leading and not following. Yeah, and this seemed like it was a response. I'm mad at it because I trust them to do good, but it's like, I don't know. When you're playing originally, you should have stuck with your shit because that's what you always say. All right, well, we're in the podcast on that. And Big Mike eating his $1,000 steaks. <laughs> How was the $1,000 steak? How was dinner that night? <laughs> dinner was... Was they okay, showing the pinky ring, yo? I can't remember if we've always been on a Sunday. I feel like we went on a Saturday one time before, but it's never really, really crowded in there. Mm-hmm. It's just because everything's opening back up now. Everybody's kind of like, oh, we're back out the house. Like, the restaurant was just packed. So I had our mask on until we got to the table. Everybody else in there did not have their mask on. <laughs> and, I mean, we got through an appetizer. She had a salad, a glass of wine, and then we had the food come. And somewhere in between all that, so you know, it was like 30 degrees Saturday night. I had on a sweater. She had on her coat when we went in. They cut the heat on in there, like, really hot. And the vent is right over top of us. So when we're trying to eat dinner, we both in there like hot as fuck. Like, when I'm going to take my sweater off. So I just like, all right, we can't do this. And so the waitress came by. She was two boxes in the check. Everything all right? And so I was like, it is fucking hot in here. So I'm going to let the manager know. And can't be let the manager know. We just need two boxes in the check. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> that was it. I mean, the food was excellent. It wasn't like usually. Normally we go in there, it's like a handful of people. It's real quiet. It's nice kind of chill romantic type thing 
And this time, it was just as fucking noisy as being at, like, a casino. And I mean, like I said, food's always good. The ambiance is always chill. Normally, they tell us, like, even when I walked through the door, it said they had a strict dress code. Man, it was fucking people in there in t-shirts, jeans, fucking Yeezys on and shit. I'm looking around like, the fuck? It's never been like that. So I said, pandemic, they're probably trying to get money back up. So they're just taking whoever. Like Come man, as you are. It just wasn't what it normally is. Like I said, I would go, like they're doing curbside, I would go pick up food again. But I don't know if I'm going to eat there anytime. Like, if I do, it had to be during the week or possibly like late on the Sunday. But I think it's going to be kind of empty because it just wasn't the same. But food, like I said, was delicious. I had it the last time. She had it this time. It was uh, chicken fried lobster over cheese grits with hot sauce. Mm. And that shit, was, that shit was really good. And then I had a, uh, a swordfish loin. But it wasn't a loin. It was just like a piece of swordfish. What have I had a red wine demi-glaze over mushroom garlic risotto with broccolini. And I'm usually not a big risotto fan. That fucking risotto was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking good. It had been not as crowded and... Not as hot in that bitch, then it would have been perfect. But it was nice to get into the house at least. They drink. I don't. I've tried wine. I get it sometimes, but most times don't really taste like nothing to me. It's above my head. Big Mike likes the henny. <laughs> no, I need to develop my palate, but that shit just still ain't got it. The cigar I had was nice, so I've kind of gotten in that a little bit. I'm in the tattoos now, so um, so I had this one done. I actually made my appointment, so I go back in February to get my. All right. Uh, my yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, remember you had said that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely getting that done, and then go from there. Like I said, originally I was gonna do the whole sleeve, but we had to move this one because where I had it placed, where I wanted it before, he was talking about when my wrist bends, the lettering will get all messed up, and I was like, oh, that's a good point. So we put it on the other side of my wrist. All right. Or my arm across from the one. So I gotta find a space to fill in between them two on the other side. And a part of my form, and then I gotta figure out something for the top, and then I'll figure out if I'm gonna do the rest from there. But that's it. Nothing too crazy.